You have wondered what you would be able to do if you were the ultimate version of you, right? You would then have an easy time creating what you want, and yes, effortlessly enjoying life too. Now, you may know this already: the influence you have over your reality is far beyond what you've been told. Soon, you realize that your outer world is merely a mirror of your inner world, and we're here to connect the dots for you, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to God Mode. We will disclose powerful cheat codes for those of you who know you're ready to win or win bigger, and to be the ultimate you. Because it's time. Presented by Upgrade, we are programmers of the human mind, and if you're here, listening carefully, we will show you how to rewrite your codes that govern your reality. Till now, these cheat codes have been only offered to those who are privileged to be within the inner circle of the true masters. Now, enter God mode. Welcome back, everyone. How you doing? How's it going, brother? It's good, man. Had an amazing weekend. Trained with a special forces operator. We'll get into that in a bit, but uh, dude, my my shot has improved. Nice, dude. Yeah, yeah that looks sweet on Instagram. I was watching the stories. Emily came with you too, right? She did. Yeah, yeah. She got to shoot right at the end too. She got to use my uh, my rifle and ran through a course where moving and advancing forward while pa pa pa. And oh man, and Emily did great. That's awesome. But yeah, I want to do that with you one day. Well, one day we'll we'll get to do it. not an upgrade thing properly, or maybe who knows. <laughs> <laughs> no, my buddy, he's uh he he's currently on missions, and so he can't show his face or anything. Um, but he's gonna do these workshops every month. And That's so the next, you guys come with us to the next one. Heck yeah. Yeah, he's excited to meet you. That's sweet, man. Yeah. Um, you you and I were talking about this earlier. We got some great feedback from last week episode. I think some some people were looking for some signs in their life. Dude, people loved it. I mean, it's either a coincidence or it's benefiting you. And to reframe on that is like it's an impactful thing. Mm. And I mean, we talk about this in our trainings. We're not so much intru- interested in if it's a coincidence or not. Like, I don't really care too much about that. I care about if it is. How do I keep manufacturing that? Hmm. Like, I'm curious more about: is there a program inside of the coincidence that I can make it again? I can replicate that success over and over again. So, if you're looking for signs, this is a good way to. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. By the way, welcome to God Mode. Um, please follow us, you know, on our Instagram and like this video as well. Um, like and subscribe, classic. Heck yes, got to start at the, at the beginning, right? Got That's it. What they tell us. That's right. <laughs> yep. We remembered. Um, this episode is going to be piggybacking off last week, the signs, and let's let's give them some more chunked down steps of what we use in terms of helping ourselves find more signs. One of the ways that I would love to start this off is with a good framework, though, about um, when we're finding signs, we, uh, maybe not we, you and I, but I think generally there's this thing out there like, oh, manifestation. Are you guys manifestation thing, right? Right. And you see memes about it on social media, right? Sure. And then also a lot of TikToks that are giving genuinely good advice. And so then that's kind of where people think the buck stops there. Yeah. And I mean, hey, listen, manifestations, whatever it is to the user, subjective, right? I do find it funny that we've gotten to that point, though, because the definition of manifestation is turning an idea into reality. Hmm which is literally how our world is constructed, right? Everything like this podcast microphone is someone who's like, they came up with an idea of, can we speak through this through radio into a, a microphone? So everything around us is manifestation to a degree. Sure. So the people who, who are bringing it to the level of, oh, is it real? Is it manifestation? It's like, 
Yeah, there's some real things behind it. Yeah. yeah. There's clearly some scientific data behind it too. Hmm. Um, two main key points with manifestation, turning ideas into reality that I want to give the framework before we dive in is the first one is intention. Intention is such a strong thing because when we have intention behind it, it's the identity of how we're doing it. If I, for example, say, Brady, I'm not good at math. I can't do numbers. I say this way too often, by the way. Right. I'm <laughs> <laughs> so like, oh, that's coming right out of my head. Did I bring up that subject for a reason? Uh, <laughs> dang. But let's say either one of us said it or we went into a classroom setting like a child was going into that. They're like, they're in, you know, fourth grade, fifth grade, and they're saying, oh, I'm not good at math. Mommy and daddy told me I'm not good at math, right? Mm. That's an identity now, and you're going to reap what you sow. You're going to get that because the intention behind it is I'm not good at math, therefore I'm not going to learn this easily. And the intention of identity can go either way in our life, right? You can unlock the truest potential that you have within yourself, or you can limit yourself and not really do anything of value in this life simply by your intention which mm. comes to the second key thing in manifesting and recognizing signs, which is something that we all have, and it's called choice. It's free will. Agency. We Absolutely. all have that choice, either with the intention, or what do we do every single day, of how I'm going to perceive myself, how I'm going to perceive others, and how I'm going to go about with intention in my life. So intention mm. and choice are the two main key factors I want to give for the framework or manifesting things in your life, getting the signs easier. Because when we talk about how we look for signs in ourself and our environment, those things, they have to be present first. What am I choosing to see? What am I choosing to delete, filter out, and distort? Man, and that is so real. Do you remember last time uh, we were here filming? I was convinced, and I don't know if I mentioned this already, I was convinced that I didn't have my headphones. I looked in my backpack. Mm. Popped it open, all my folders for my camera gear, everything. Looked straight into it, and I was like, my headphones are not in here. It must be at Michael's. Michael probably will grab them. I text you, I'm already on my way here. Mm. And I was like, hey, like, did you see the headphones at your house? And you're like, no, no, they're, they're not there. And I look around, they're not in uh, Will's office, and I'm like, oh, man, like, where could those have been? Crack open my backpack again, looked square into it again. There were the stinking headphones. I, it was like, and people sometimes they do that with car keys. I've noticed because this is how we, this is a, I guess a freebie. I've noticed that I am observing things more and filtering less. Hmm. That's a program right now that I'm accepting. See, folks, that's how it's done. But it illustrates that really in our environment, our brain is what's seeing, not our eyes. And so it's remarkable what we are allowing our brains to sometimes see or accept. And what our brains are just filtering out and manifesting, like it's it's kind of fun to poke at a little bit because in the kind of in the space that we operate in, it's like uh, like an elementary school versus maybe a PhD comparatively. Yep. But it is important in that for people to even accept that reality could go a little bit better for them. That's sometimes a big leap for some people. It's huge. They're like, I, yeah, I don't know. Like life's a hurricane and I'm just a leaf and I got no say in this thing. What do I do? And so then to say, oh, actually you could start bringing good things into your life and simply by uh, accepting that you deserve that. Oh, lost a light. And by accepting that you deserve that, those things start to occur. And uh, it's a mantra of mine. My grandma said it all the time. Life is good and it gets better 
every day. See, when she was in the hospice towards the end, and um, and she's wonderful, and I miss her a ton, and everyone's grandmas and families are safe and healthy and well. Mm. But she would say this all the time, life is good, and it gets better every day. And she was the nurse's absolute favorite resident. Because at the end of life, a lot of times, like, People do some weird stuff, like mm. especially in those in those care facilities, the nurses have kind of seen it all because they're, you know, at the tail end of something. And so their uh, old habits or old memories start to pop up. And, and anyways, I say all that to say her whole life was focused on life being good and how it gets better every day. She had um, late stage dementia. And so really the only things that were kind of still popping up for her were just these really positive sentiments. And it was everything about her and her presence and so it's funny to contrast that with like other people where maybe their whole lives they've been focusing on different sets of beliefs or um, like you see some of the people there, they'd be very bitter, very angry. They glare at you if you're like passing in the hallway and you're like, oh, is this person maybe more or less done that their whole life? Mm. But my grandma was her whole life focusing on how life is good and it just gets better every day. That's a type of manifesting. It's a type of drawing in a reality for yourself that you want. And then from there, of course, there are trainings, there's hyper-specific protocols and getting more things. Like I want a house, you know, after a phone call with William. And yeah. No guarantees that anyone who enters into Upgrade Focus <laughs> will win a house. Brady is a special. <laughs> That's true. That is true. It is important to note. But yeah, I mean, I did the the Focus Challenge and I think I got two videos in and then like next couple of days, boom, I, I went a house. And I'm like, why did that happen? Well, I allowed the idea that I might deserve more to just kind of take root. In my life. Mm. Whoa. And I mean, there's this goes back to intention and choice because for you with the upgrade focus, there was an intention that, hey, you are going to allow something different in your life and you made a choice about that that you deserve it. And you spoke with William too about what do you actually want. With your grandmother, great example as well is mm. intention and choice that she goes out with intention in the world every day that hey, I choose that life is good. And therefore that's the data that she allows in. And I think this goes into our topic of what we want to talk about is how many people walk around, unfortunately, with airplane mode on, mm-hmm. not allowing the data to come to us because the data is still there, much like your headphones. Your headphones were always there. The data for it is there. Maybe in that moment, brief moment, your airplane mode was on, therefore your filters were not allowing it to come in. Whoa. And how often do we do that with romantic relationships? We get into fights with our loved ones, uh, maybe a family member, a coworker, a colleague. Uh, I've been on a sales call and I know I haven't read the other person's information, right? Because I'm doing my own process of filters and this is your first time listening, guys. There's three things that we all do, human beings at all conscious time. It is deletion, distortion, and generalization. And that's how the data is going through our filters. You could write a book on that, by the way. I mean, there is so much to it. And it, it's like discovering you over and over. You're like, I do this. I do. Of course you do. Everyone does. Yeah. yeah. So this is not like a, a blame of anything. This is a, this is actually a very beneficial. And this is what William teaches very beautifully at Upgrade, I believe. It's a beneficial system if you know how to widen the lens of the filters. If you know how to clear them up. Because there's so much data around us all the time. Mm. What is it, like 1 million times 1 billion bits of data per second? Yeah. That's floating around us. Consciously. No, that's, that's how fast our brain is processing. It's okay. constantly interpreting things and then evolutionarily filtering it out. So that's exactly what you're saying. Gotcha. Correct. 
So consciously, that's too much. It's an overload of yeah. stats. <laughs> <You're gonna> make, <laughs> like I'm on the highway. You're going to take in every billboard that you see. Easy example. You're on your browser. Are you taking in every ad that Google has placed on your browsing experience? Or yeah. how many are we swiping through on social media? Mm -hmm. You're filtering it out, right? And it's an evolutionary adaptation to allow us to focus on what we perceive to be the most important. Yeah. But you're saying you got to get established on where you point that thing. And how you can expand it because mm. it, it's a survival mechanism originally right let's go back to the operating system it was originally designed as a survival mechanism for us to hey so find the food find the water and it's evolved over as human beings has evolved right how can you leverage that survival mechanism and in our trainings we teach this very specifically how to widen the lens get the filters so you're allowing more data to come into you so when william or myself or anyone comes to our training we talk about hey you can make sales and collecting money. We're not guaranteed, no financial guarantees whatsoever. However, our clients who are the most successful and have collected the most money have learned to expand their filters. And what does that allow them to do? See more data, mm. more people, more opportunities, more resources are broader now or more expanded to them because their filters, their operating system is allowing more data to come to them faster. And then consciously, they have intention and choice behind it to know what am I going to focus on? What a combination. <laughs> I mean, let's take Ryan Nidell, a good friend of ours, as yep. a fantastic example. He was on the pod, and I keep hearing about how many people loved that episode. Because Ryan, he was already fantastically successful before he'd come to the upgrade training. Mm -hmm. And he, at his level, he's probably operating under the assumption he's like, I think I'm considering a lot of things. Yeah. Because I've been through a lot of things, I've learned a ton. So then to have um, a guy like that sit down and then recognize that actually I still had a lot of filters and a lot of things that I was running programs by and, and processing the world through. Now if I changed or had modified or adapted them, and he talked about this at length uh, at our event that we just had, Upgrade X Lite, it was phenomenal. Mm. And he, you know, he talks about how he's gonna have a billion dollar exit this year. Yeah, And it's like, dude, like, he was already crushing it before. So what changed, you know, from already like phenomenal success to like exponentially more phenomenal success? It shows that it's not so much that it's like only a few of us are doing it. It's that every human has evolved and developed this trait because it's an adaptation of this is how I move forward in the world. This is how I prioritize bandwidth. And I'm still actually capable of more i can peel this layer back further i can fix some things and holy cow the whole world looks brand new again mm. i'm learning even more things again and it, it that's such a comfort you know to know that um the success that we want the comfort the peace that we want it's actually just a set of considerations away yeah. it's not some mountain you have to climb some house you have to build by hand you know hammer nail it's just think about something differently so true. The beauty of what Brady just said for our listeners and our viewers is that it's not some grand voyage, some mountain that we have to climb that we're about to go on right now. Life is a journey and it's a beautiful one that we should appreciate the now moments, mm -hmm. right? Appreciate because this is everything right now. Um, in that now, in the knowing, things are not that far away, right? Because it's all energy waves around us all the time. It's data that's there. And if, as I said earlier, we have airplane mode on, 
you're not able to get the data. It's like when we go up in an airplane, we go into airplane mode, that's very specific. The data is still going. We're just not receiving it, right? But it's not like it went anywhere. Mm. If we're walking around and we may not notice the same thing as someone else, we're wondering, how is that person making so much more money than me? How is that person more successful than me? Well, they might be processing and collecting data faster than us. So what we teach very well here at Upgrade is how to tune in that radio signal so the static is no longer there anymore. Mm. You begin to get in those radio waves and it's like, okay, I'm beginning to understand why I have X, Y, and Z going on. Why, as you and I were talking about some earlier with your friend, mm-hmm. I think you should bring up your friend, yeah. um, is that maybe I'm not getting ahead in life because I have a label of value about myself or what I deserve in this world. And it's tied back to a family belief or an upbringing, upbringing, a training of some kind. That is data too. That is filter. It's if I have this program of value and that label upon it, that's going to show me what data I'm going to allow in, which is, hey, once you remove that, it's a crazy concept. It is. And you'll find, once you get trained on looking for it, oh, that's a program. So dig, dig, dig. Oh, that was a program. It becomes super obvious when you can pop it out and look at it. I'll give you an example, and then I'll talk about my friend. Nice. Um, my mom is the most wonderful person in the world. I love her so much. Growing up, she wasn't a fan of, of cooking because she had a lot. She was homeschooling us, right? So it's like a full-time job. And the last thing after like spending all day with us or, you know, she's like, now nah, I got to go in the kitchen and, and whip up jobs. some stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Kudos to all the moms out there. Seriously, it's a full-time job and a half. Yes. Um, and she just, she wasn't crazy about it, right? And so I picked up on that and it more or less developed a feeling that I had towards cooking. I'm like, oh, I don't like doing that. Mm. I would rather hire it out and pay someone else. And now I'm focusing more on my nutrition, my incredible girlfriend, Emily, she works for superhuman and they have a, like a whole process. And so I'm like, oh, cool. Like I'm now becoming more nutritionally aware, but I had to overwrite the program of, I don't even want anything to do with food that I just want someone else to make it for me. I don't want to know what's in it. I just, you know, I had such a, a weird thing I couldn't figure out. It was a program mm. and it came from a childhood thing and just compounding years, it created a belief. Beliefs are the most interesting thing because they do, um, more, they shape our reality. How is it oriented? It's identity beliefs. Yeah. So it goes, our identity governs our values and our values govern our beliefs. Our identity governs our values and our values govern our beliefs about ourselves. Yeah. And from those beliefs, there's decisions in there Mm. and the decisions will lead to the thought process, which leads to, uh, the words we use and the behaviors and ultimately the results. Mm. Okay, so then this leads us into the story that I'd, I'd love to share. So I'd mentioned maybe at the beginning, um, I went this past weekend and trained with a Army Green Beret Special Forces operator. He's mm. currently in field, so can't name his name. We black out his face, et cetera. But he is unbelievable. I mean, top of his class he's been, um, basically he, it's fascinating. He's colorblind. You can't be in Special Forces if you're colorblind. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he's like, well, what do I do? So (laughs) I love this story so much. He uh, decides to just, he's in the Army Reserves, and he says, I'll just enter every competition that they have out there. See, in the military, in the Army, they have their own sets of, like, competitions. And uh, if you test well into that, that kind of gets the attention of maybe more niche trainings, more niche departments, more niche divisions. And they go, oh, that guy's kind of going up in the ranks, right? It's like a a game, kind of. It's it's scoring. Mm. 
he goes and wins every single competition the army can throw at him. Nice. Soldier of the year. Damn. <laughs> and it became, it became so obvious that he was phenomenal, regardless of his ability to see certain spectrums of color, that any special forces division would be lucky to have this guy. And so he got pulled onto the team. And so he has been crushing it and training special forces guys for years. I say all of this to say I went and trained with this guy over the weekend and it was phenomenal. The insights, like I grew up, you know, um, my dad also was in the army. And so I've grown up going to like ranges and I have a lot of familiarity with this, probably more than most people. But man, when I say like he was teaching us stuff that I had never even considered before, cause he's out there doing it every day. At the end of it, I'm like, dude, this clinic was phenomenal. I'm like, you, if you want to do this again, like I have so many people I know that would be interested in, in training uh, with you to learn what's at the cutting edge of, of how to defend your home, how to be more thoughtful around different types of weaponry and calibers, all the things that he was teaching us. Um, and it was, it was an all day thing. And I was like, dude, like, I mean, you can easily charge a few grand, just someone would pay you 10 grand just to spend an afternoon with you, just to learn about the things that you know. Mm. And he looked at me and he's like, you're kidding. <laughs> and I'm like, no, dude, not at all. What do you mean? He's like, well, I, I don't know. I just never thought that it would be uh, something that I would maybe down the road and then I would kind of have to work my way up. I was like, dude, you are like the LeBron James in your space. And so whether or not the military is because they have to be fast to respond to a situation, to the chain of command, the military breaks you when you go into basic, when you go into boot camp, your identity radically changes. They break you over and over again, deprive you of sleep over and over again, which as we know is, uh, uh, those are core elements of reprogramming somebody, which we've talked about before. Um, but that's basically what they do. So your identity radically shifts in terms of, uh, not all the time, but like, the way that you interpret yourself. And so when I tell my friend who is a world-class operator, uh, dude, like people want to spend great money to spend time with you so that you can teach them. His view of the world was blown wide open. And now we're coming up with more clinics. We're going to be doing these clinics more and we're going to dial in, uh, have like, uh, what do you have, like barrier obstacles, things that we'll be training with. We were moving through targets, knocking stuff down, tra- weapon transitioning, learning the, pros and cons considerations like secret stuff that i was just like oh i've never thought about that before mm. and so now we're going to be doing these trainings consistently and so this friend of mine has now it just like watching him turn off airplane mode yeah that was it i watched him turn off airplane mode in that moment that he realized wow like of course what i do has value immense value of course people would want this And so I challenge the listener right now, ask yourself where your airplane mode may be. Like, where is it on? What, um, where are you saying, oh, I've kind of like tuned out, um, a belief about myself or I've put on a filter about what I deserve or what I'm worth, or someone told me this thing. And so I've actually been running with that for a long time. Mm -hmm. So where's your airplane mode on? Cause the second you turn it off, man, that feels pretty good. Yeah. Turning off the airplane mode and getting the data that you hadn't been allowing in previously allows you to consider more options. Mm. And why is that important? Why is that important to you, to me, to anyone out there? Well, most of us are looking to collect more money so we can have either better experiences with our loved one, provide for our families, uh, provide for our children, um, maybe take ourselves on the vacation, whatever it may be, right? Sometimes though, we think about, oh, if I just change this behavior, I will get X, Y, and Z more. Sure. 
if I work harder, if I grind more, if I do whatever it is. <laughs> Who hasn't heard that? Right? Every and that's, motivational it makes TikTok sense. Because we've heard it just like we've heard other things at the mass level. And it's very easy to tell the masses to just simply work harder. It's easier to tell a huge population that, hey, life's a struggle. It's hard. You work harder. That's an easier way to do it. Sure. At Upgrade, we're saying there's even an easier way to do it. And it's more efficient and it's more beneficial. And I'll explain. If someone is looking to collect more money, get better outcomes in their life, better results to then go get themselves a car, vacation, whatever they may want to do to provide money for the family, just collect in general, right? They change just the behavior. It's not enough. If there is an underlying program like your friend had on value of themselves, because it's too surface structure on the behavior. If you're listening to this, uh, the viewers can get this. I wish I had a whiteboard. I could draw this. But if results is at the bottom, right? And my hand is right here. This is the results. I'm what you're earning, what you're getting out of life, your relationships, how are they going? That's where yeah. the results sit. Like if this is the ending point, results. Mm. And it's more money to get, as you said. Hey, new vacation, whatever we provide for yourself. So this is the end. It's, it's down here. And I want to change the behavior, which I think is holding me back, or I need to put a new behavior in there. It may be. Very well may be. Mm. However, if all the way up here, as we said before, identity governs values, values govern beliefs, which govern our decisions, govern our thoughts, then our behaviors and our actions, right? If all the way up here, if that person has a value of, I don't deserve X, Y, and Z, then the behavior can be changed all they want. The value is going to govern it. Yeah, it'll, it'll still shake out the same way. They just won't get the results and they'll try. This is why people continuously try to lose weight. Many people try to lose weight and they'll get back out on it because they haven't changed the value. A lot mm. of our clients who haven't changed the value about money, but then change the value about money and their identity about that, all of a sudden it comes to the faster. Why? Because that value is their play mode. So you're telling me if I learn how to cook, a lot of things are going to change. That's a behavior. <laughs> <laughs> well, because beyond the behavior, the behavior has, well, let's extrapolate that example a little bit more. Yeah. I have recently taken a interest in nutrition and health because I'm like carrying weight in places. I'm like, I don't, I'm leaning out. It's fit time, you yeah. know? So we're going to the gym every single day, which I've been off and on consistent with. I'm sure people can relate with that. Like yeah. sometimes I'm going to the gym five days a week. Sometimes I was excited. I went to the gym last month. <laughs> so <laughs> for me now it's, I find myself going so much more consistently. And now I have a vested interest in what my nutrition is. And so I skip all the places I used to. I mean, dude, I had the Burger King menu dialed. I knew that thing up and down. You're killing me. I, well, no, you're safe and well, and you're alive and healthy. Yes. Uh, but literally, that was that was my go-to, man. And like, and not just uh, in college, but after college, yeah. because I was like, oh, well, you know, I can just kind of just melt it off. I'm an active enough guy. Real quickly on that, go for it. Because I think some other people can relate to this. Why? That happens because if someone I might be sitting here right now going, oh, I'm like Brady, I do the same thing. The reason is the unconscious mind does not go with the path of easiest. It goes with the path of most familiar. And most familiar is easiest. So if you're most familiar with going to Burger King, Double Whopper, it will do that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's the charbroil. I don't know how they do it. <laughs> I haven't had it in forever. But, yeah, I mean, my identity started to shift. A little bit where I was like, I do deserve to have health and fitness, even though I wasn't raised with that. And that has since trickled down into a bunch of different behaviors and patterns. Now I'm not even, before I would drive and I'd be like, oh, I might want to stop there and eat. I hear, true story. Only my girlfriend knows this. 
uh, I went to Culver's and I love Culver's and I'm in the parking lot and I'm just sitting there parked tr- grappling with the decision. <laughs> do I go and get this delicious burger? And I like texted her. I was like, Hey, like, do you want anything? I'm going to get something from Culver's. And then I text her right five seconds go by. Just kidding. No, I'm not. Let's make something healthy. I'll be on home soon. <laughs> and it was a moment for me. And it was because I have started to change some of my, uh, my, I guess my, my identity. Yeah. Right. Where I'm like, I'm a person that eats healthy food because I care about my health and my wellness and my longevity. And it's, and that's important to me now. And if I was just trying to change the behavior where it's like, don't go to the fast food restaurant don't you know what i mean if that's what i'm focusing on it's just like oh don't look at the burger king sign or don't whatever mm. uh that doesn't change it's this it, it's just perpetuating it i'm pink elephanting the whole situation and mm. then even if it slightly shifts it's just going to act up in a different way so i have to go to the top layer the top of the stack and say my identity about who i am is someone that cares about their health that enjoys the cooking process because you get better food out of it and your body feels better like i feel so much better Okay. And doesn't everyone want to feel that way? I imagine all of our listeners are watchers. Like everyone wants to feel better. And let's keep on with this example. Let's chunk laterally. And let's talk about even more what you did. Because when you made that decision within your identity, right? And it goes back to those two things. Your intention about you want to be healthier and your choice. That airplane mode now went off. Mm. And what came into you more filters about data of, hey, I didn't know this about this processed food. I didn't know this about seed oils. I didn't know X, Y, and Z about this thing. So more data flooded into you. Maybe that was already there, and we know the data was always there, but now it became more through your filters because you decided to make a choice about it and you removed a certain thing. That is what we mean about airplane mode. So this, I love that you said that because this makes me think of an illustration I think we just shared in a conversation the other day. So think of it like this. When I was a child, I fell for the first time and I discovered gravity. I discovered the importance of stabilizing myself. I became aware of that. Gravity entered my universe. When I was also a child, I might've put my hand on the stove. It was hot and I discovered extreme heat for the first time. Don't want to touch that. Mm. I fell into the snow and discovered extreme cold. Oh, I want a jacket on. Cold entered my world for the first time. Hot entered my world for the first time. The difference, the reason that I illustrate that is they were there the whole time. Whether or not they were in my universe, the hot stove, the gravity, the cold, that has always been a universal existing thing. But if I wasn't aware of it, they're not going to go out of their way to make themselves obvious to me. I'll have to have a firsthand encounter with it so that it enters my universe. So what is it right now that is currently not in your universe? And what is it that you're not aware you're not aware of? Because it, it's there the whole time, yeah. like a tax strategy or what it means to be more cognizant of your diet. The seed oils that are going in, the, the uh, what is it, parabens and uh, phthalates, I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, yeah. um, that are in plastics, BPAs. Those things are there the whole time, mm-hmm. and they can be, and we're all healthy and safe and our bodies are strong, but there's emergent data to show that those things uh, are affecting uh, our endocrine systems. These are endocrine, endocrine disruptors, right, in our plastics, in our deodorant. That's the way it is the whole time. But if you weren't worried about it or you weren't seeking after the data, you're not going to know. And so it then brings us to the point where the airplane mode is on is a filter, is something that you're kicking out, not allowing into your universe. So if you shift and you say, no, 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 I want these things in my universe. I don't want to dwell on these. In fact, I want to dwell on something else. 
guess what? You're the one in control. No one's doing that for you. Also, no one can do that for you. Not really. Mm. We can draw, we can lead the horse to water, so to speak. We're leading you to water, but you would have to drink and say, I want better things in my universe. I want healthier nutrition. I want a stronger body and I want to drink, uh, make more money, draw it into me, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's, we think of them as secrets when we discover these things, mm. like we didn't know, but they're secrets hidden in plain sight. And those who know how to turn that dial, as we talked about, turn off airplane mode and begin to tune out the static and get to the exact station that we want for the outcome that we're looking for, that's when you become manifestation. That's when you start to have those coincidences. That's when you really become master of your world. And a detective. Detective. What did you say last week? A detective. Uh, I forget exactly. It's like a detec- become a detective of your environment. I believe is yeah. The when shorthand. you turn off airplane mode, practice if it's not that. Yeah. When you turn off airplane mode, I want to become the detective of my external because it's a representation of what's going on in my internal, and it all starts inside. We always say here at Upgrade, you know, our projection on the world is simply perception of what we're going on. So inside, if there is airplane mode going on, I'm going to see that outside. Mm. I'm not going to perceive the world as well as your grandma, for example, who said life is good and she had the choice to look around and collect the data that life is always good for her, right? Yeah. And why Upgrade exists is because we know how to train the mind to get these faster. It's not just about listening to a podcast. We're giving this as free content. I hope everyone who's listening gets immense value from this and takes some things away, some lessons from it of how if they still have some airplane mode in certain areas of their life, how they can get rid of that faster and get more data faster. Upgrade exists because we've made a systematic, consistent, and predictable methodology, methodology, there we go, that will help someone get faster, help someone get data faster, Mm. turn off the airplane mode faster. Guys, turn off the airplane mode and, and watch your life change. Like the video, subscribe, all the good stuff too. Life is good, gets better every day, folks. Have a good one.